welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Leadership Mean 3629. He called this one, The Game Killed Her. Please, allow me to tell you his tale. I'm obsessed with chess. I was taught by my cousin. We will call her Sarah. Around the age of 12, I had the skill level to beat Sarah half the times we played. It was addicting, until one day, a few days before Christmas. Around 6 p.m. I wanted to take a nap. I was tired from staying up the night before. I fell asleep and had a weird dream. I can't recall it perfectly now, but it had something to do with the murder. As a kid, I had never seen it happen. I was never allowed to watch horror films either. I only heard the term murder on the news when my parents would watch it in the morning. But blood was everywhere and before I knew it I woke up in a pitch black room. Moon outside and my Xbox screen asking if I was still there. But something felt off. Was I still there? In the real world at least. I felt different. I decided to get up and grab some food and watch some more YouTube. As I slowly opened my door I noticed it was pitch black. Yeah, it was like midnight, but it seemed more black than black. I started hearing puddle noises. I checked my feet to see if they were wet, but they were dry along with the floor. I wasn't confused. I wasn't scared. I just wanted to know why I felt like this. After grabbing some food, I headed back to my room and slept for the rest of that night. I never had that dream again. This feeling had been crawling for days, and now I had to open Christmas gifts. Although it was Christmas Eve, my parents always did it early. All I asked for was a chessboard and some calligraphy ink. I was also into calligraphy. I opened my gifts and found a wooden chessboard along with red and black ink. I also got a few other gifts, but they are irrelevant. I was happy until my mood turned for the worst and it would have ruined me forever. I opened the wooden chessboard. It came with the pieces as well. I was setting it up on my table just below my TV until I realized they gave me five bishops and three knights. They turned one of my knights for a bishop. I was furious, but I had to make do. I took a bit of the red ink and dropped it on one of the bishops. This would be labeled a knight. Later that day I begged Sarah to try and beat me again. She agreed and we sat up at the table, only this time I wanted to use my wooden set. I took the defected part so she wouldn't get confused about the bishop, but she looked at my side weirdly. I explained that they only gave me three knights and an extra bishop. She then understood and knew the red splat meant it was a knight. As we played, I never once moved my make-do piece. We will call him the Red Knight. I just had a hatred for the piece, but at that moment I needed to use it. I looked at him and as I went to grab him, the red looked more and more like blood. It's like he had been beheaded. I wasn't imagining this. I saw this. Blood dripping from his neck. A true crime scene. Soon it faded back to normal. Sarah told me I was wasting time staring at the piece and that I had to move or she would win. I went to grab the piece. The bloody scene came back, but I placed it in threat to her rook my mind vanished. I don't really know how to explain this part, but I'll try. It's like I blacked out. I was in a whole new world. It's like I was trapped in a dream, 
No matter how hard I thought or how hard I screamed, I couldn't get out. But then I saw it. My dream from that night, except it, wasn't with people. Pieces and ink flooded the floor. A dead rook and a victorious bishop stand before me. Except that wasn't just a bishop, it was my red knight. He never spoke, nor gestured, but I knew exactly what he wanted. Two huge dice were before me. I had to roll the sum of both dice that the red knight said. A three clouded my thoughts. I looked at the dice and they began to shake. Out came a two and a one. I was then sent back to the real world. Sarah didn't move her rook out of my path. She overlooked it. Excited, I took the rook with my red knight. Aw oh, shoot, I didn't see that. Apart from me felt she did that on purpose, but another said I was becoming more powerful. I looked back at my board as Sarah plotted her next move. The scene came back, a bloody red knight. The game went on, I planned to take her pawn with my rook and at the same time put her king in check. I grabbed for the rook and slid him to the pawn. Now Sarah's king was in check and my mind once again exited. A scene of the dark king and my light rook appeared. Sarah's king had killed my rook. When I recalled back to the board, I didn't see it. Her dark bishop could easily take my rook at that moment. My red knight appeared between the two and a six clouded my thoughts. The dice shook. Four and three. I had lost. I came back only to see she used the dark bishop to take my light rook. I was so mad, but I was angrier about the fact that I couldn't roll a six. There were so many possibilities. She took my rook off the board and placed it next to her. The scene came back, but now the red knight and the rook were dripping in blood. The game once again continued. I managed to get one of my pawns to the end. She asked what piece I wanted back. I chose my light rook. She placed it back on the board and I returned to the dark. My bloody rook was standing there alone with a pawn. A two clouded me. I shook the dice, one and one. But then the rook sent something to me. I recall it saying something like all powerful, more powerful, side red, and red curse. I didn't go back to the normal world, I stayed. A 12 clouded my thoughts along with a 10. For some reason, when I thought of the 12 I saw red, but as for the 10, I saw nothing. I knew what that meant. The dice were different now. One dice had five sides with four and one side with six while the other had five sides with six and one side with four. The dice shook. Six and six. It was a 12. The sound of the timer awoke me. Sarah asked if everything was okay. She told me I looked zoned out. I told her everything was fine and I was just sad that I couldn't beat the timer. I took my pieces to my room and opened the red ink. I dripped it on all of the light pieces on the board. I also dripped and smeared it on the board itself to make it more beautiful. It was now complete, my dream from that night represented on a board with my favorite game. From that day on every time, I used the bloody side I won, no matter how many mistakes I made. I never once had another bloody scene come to mind and I was never sent to the dark void again. Though I thought I had finally satisfied the red within me, it came back. I had one last dream. It was the void. I heard many words that I couldn't put together. These words included family, fairness, game, smear, drop, Christmas, third, first, fair, guilt, crash, red, gone, dark, green, ring, smash, fairest, better, kind, meaningless, and constant vibration noise. Three dice were shown before me, two with bloody smears on it and one that was glittery and pretty. The glittery one had 20 sides, while another one had six. 
I can't recall if the last one was the same or not, but I know there was a 50 written on it. A 21 had clouded me. I started to hear more words. Dark, crash, boom, wrong, kill. Blood, light, right, meaningless, all right, good, bad, chance, help, and careful. I looked at the dice. I got a 19 on the 20 sides, a 3 on the 6 sides, and a 50 on the other. It felt unfair. I heard the word fair a lot, but it didn't seem that way. I had lost big time. And now one last clear message came over me. One chance. Red Dark King. It's only fair. That would mean my win streak would be more challenging to maintain. The other side would have one powerful king. But I knew if I didn't, something bad would happen. But I tested that. I looked back on all the words I heard and asked myself how bad could the punishment be. I would do anything to keep my win streak secure. I came out of the dark and jumped as I woke. I stared at my board from across the room. I wanted to keep my win streak no matter what. I fell back asleep, keeping my dark king clean with no red ink. Nothing happened for a while. I kept that same board since I was 12 and I was 17 now. Always played on it, no matter who I played. My friends, my family, no one stood a chance. Until I got the news. In a town about two and a half hours away from me, Sarah had been hit earlier that Saturday morning. A car came out of nowhere I heard. I didn't feel sadness. I didn't even cry. I just feel guilt. The scenes came back. I looked outside. Every car that went by had blood on it. That's when it was decided. I bought some red ink, and I went home and dripped it on the Dark King. Suddenly I felt free. I felt lighter. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I felt like I was forgiven. I felt like the world was better. As selfish as it sounds, I felt as if the world was better now that I was not completely powerful when it came to chess. But since then, I never challenged anyone else. I never even touched that board. Somewhere on it were her fingerprints, and I wanted to keep it that way before someone smeared it off. The hallucinations were still there. Almost every person I saw looked like Sarah. Every chess piece or car that I saw had blood. Sometimes I would even look in the mirror, and I would see my neck slit and my eyes gone. Because of that game, everything, my state of mind, and my personality had changed forever. My life, my interests, and my hobbies now revolve around the game that took place in the dark void. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day.